Hello, and welcome to the third episode of the Messy Mompreneur podcast. I'm so happy to have you here. My name is Alicia Sanford, and I'm your show host. Today, I am going to be having a conversation with a good friend of mine. Her name is Erin Otis. Um, she is the co-owner of Otis Photo Co. and Otis Authentic in Roseburg, Oregon. She and her husband um, run their business together, and I believe they have one employee as of now. They have two little kiddos at home, and they are absolutely rocking, balancing business and work life. Um, it's so inspiring to watch, and knowing them personally, it's even more fun because I get to see some behind the scenes, um, including hearing more today that she will be sharing with you, and I'm very excited for you to get to hear a little bit more about their why and a little bit about what is next for them. It's also fun to interview Erin. Um, she she photographed my newborn and my family, and I've been able to photograph her babies as they were newborns as well and some of their family photos. So you are getting to hear from a great friend, a genuine person. And uh, without further ado, let's get into it. All right. Uh, welcome, Erin. I'm so excited that you're joining me for the first guest episode I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> um, so as we start, I'd love it if you could tell us about you and your family. Yeah, so I have two kiddos. Um, uh, Eden's a girl. She's two. And Adley is boy. He's four. And I have a wonderful husband, Micah. Um, and we just have a little family of four. I love it. What are your guys' favorite things to do together? We love, well, now that the sunshine is coming out, we love outdoor adventure. Um, Micah is an avid fisherman, and so we spend a lot of time on the riverbank or in his drift boat. Um, we, in 2020, we got a sprinter van and have taken that all across the Pacific Northwest doing road trips and camping. Um and so we, we, we travel a lot together as a team and then also together as a family um, and just really enjoy spending time together. Honestly, I am such a homebody, though. So a fun day for me with the kids is just hanging out in our backyard um, in the sunshine, running around or even in the rain. I think yesterday it was pouring and they had their rain suits on and they were just having a ball in the mud. <laughs> so... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, uh, anything together. My love language is quality time. So just spending time together, uh, doing mundane things, exciting things, you name it, um, as long as we're together. What do you and uh, Micah do for work? Let's get into that. <laughs> okay. So um, we have two businesses. One is a wedding and portrait photography business, and the other is a brand and content marketing business. And so I primarily do the photography, um, although I have been um, dipping my toes into more video as of late, and he primarily does the videography. And so um, in both of our businesses, we are able to just provide both photo and video and we do it as a team, which has been so much fun. Um, 
he also, ha- so his background is in engineering and he has a, he has a job um, part-time as a post sales coordinator. Uh, and that has been really fun for him. He's an extroverted extrovert. And so, <laughs> um, you know, as you know, as an entrepreneur, sometimes the days can be lonely sitting behind your computer. Cause you know, that's what most of us do when we're not out and about working with our clients. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so as an extrovert, having some time outside of our office, uh, with coworkers and whatnot has been really beneficial for him. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, let's see. Tell us about your journey into entrepreneurship. What led you towards this path? <laughs> okay. Uh, my path actually surprises most people. Um, so I got my first camera as a graduation gift after high school. My dad jokes that it was one of the best investments he's ever made because my quote unquote little photo biz is pretty much what put me through college. Um, so as a senior in high school, I made the decision to go to college and pursue a job in the medical field. I had worked in um high school as a caregiver at an assisted living, and I just loved serving the people in that capacity, especially geriatrics. Um, and so I started out as a dishwasher and worked in the kitchen as a cook, then eventually um, as a caregiver. And that whole experience is what led me to the field of dietetics and nutrition. And because choosing a field in the, or a job in the medical field seems safer than something art related or photography related. I know, I know. I kind of laugh about this now because (laughs) in the back of my mind, I always knew I was going to pursue entrepreneurship, but truthfully, I just wanted a career that felt secure and safe. I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that in, you know, their prior entrepreneurial experience or I feel like a lot of us had, you know, full-time jobs before we finally took the leap into um, entrepreneurship. Anyway, so I always loved art, doodling, sewing, all things creativity. I designed t-shirts for the clubs I was in in high school, which led to all kinds of creative opportunities in college. And I was always the one during group projects to make it look pretty. (laughs) So um, that just kind of a nod to always wanting to be doing something creative, be involved in something creative. So after I jumped through all the hoops to become a registered dietitian, it's actually a pretty strenuous path. Um, it's five years of schooling with a pretty competitive internship at the end. I got a job as a at a local outpatient clinic as an RD, and I absolutely loved working one-on-one with patients, teaching cooking classes, doing diabetes education, and just serving others in that capacity, like I mentioned before, at the assisted living. So at this point, I was running a business on nights and weekends and working nine to five Monday through Friday. And as my business grew, I asked my boss to go down to four days a week so I could at least have some time to work on the business side of things on Fridays and maybe, you know, take a break because we were doing weddings on Saturdays. And um, my editing game was strong the moment I got home from the moment I closed my eyes at night. Um, And then I got pregnant. (laughs) And it just rocked my world. (laughs) Um, I was so sick. It was so, like, for my first trimester, I was, like, useless. (laughs) I couldn't do anything. (laughs) 
Um, I remember going to work and sleeping under my desk um, and just like totally not able to look at my screen at night because I was nauseous. Anyway, long story, getting pregnant, having my first baby totally changed everything. It changed me. It changed my um, like priorities and, and my job. And anyway, so and then I realized, okay, if I'm working two full time jobs, well, becoming a mom is like more than that. <laughs> so um, it it really put me through this experience of um, an identity crisis and then also like trying to weigh like, do I want to be a dietitian and pursue this job or do I want to take my photography business and just go full force with that? Um, and so it was, yeah, really interesting path to kind of choosing this life full time, but choosing entrepreneurship allowed me to have that flexibility to be home with Adley and then also work and make my own schedule and, um, be, you know, mom first and then still fit in the, uh, photography and business responsibilities when I could. So that's kind of a long drawn out answer, but well, I love all the detail because technically I've <laughs> known you for a while now and I've watched from a distance. And so it's fun to get to know a little more behind the scenes um, instead of just, you know, watching on social media as your sure. business evolved and whatnot. Um, and real yeah. quick, I found out a couple things that we have in common that I didn't know about already. Um, my dad's side of the family, they're all very into the medical field in various capacities and they pushed that fairly intensely um, because they were like, it's a very secure field, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, it just was never my cup of tea. Um, and I don't know if they ever struggled with the fact that I just wasn't into that or not, but that's just kind of funny. Sure. I never was wanting to pursue it. And then I also ended up working at an assisted living for a while <laughs> as the front office manager, but then also activity director and then back to office manager because I burnt myself out trying to do activity directing full time and oh, man. entrepreneurship <laughs> on the side. It was it was a challenge and that was before kids. Um, but I've got a soft spot for the geriatric community. So that was kind of cool to hear that that's what led you to diet dietetics, you said. Dietetics. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I didn't want to butcher Nutri the word. Registered dietitian nutritionist. <laughs> they added the nutritionist on the end when people were like, what is a dietitian? Gotcha. <laughs> well, so I know that you and Micah and your team um, frequently travel for work for both of your brands. Um, how do you manage travel and work with young kids when they attend or when they stay home? Yeah. So just kind of going off of that, um, we, okay, so we travel quite a bit. Um, and when we can bring the kids, so like last year we, uh, traveled to Hawaii for a wedding and, um, we were able to bring our moms and then they helped watch the kids while we were working. And we often bring them if it's a short trip and we can bring our childcare with us. But, it's funny when people say like, oh, how do you do it all? Like, you guys are so busy. Like, what? Like, how do you do that? <laughs> and I'm like, we don't. Like, we, <laughs> we don't do it all. Like, I, we have so much help. Um, we're so blessed to have both of our parents living in the same town and just willing to jump in 
whenever to help um, and travel when we'd like to bring the kids. And, you know, they say like, oh, it takes a village. And like, yeah, it, it really does. <laughs> and honestly, we would not be able to um, have our two businesses and do what we do without the support. So uh, my heart goes out to everyone who, you know, is, is still trying to find that village that support to jump in and and help with the kids when you know you want to pursue your dreams and and pursue that side of you that isn't mom you know that I mean obviously we're all mom all the time but um Mm -hmm. that wants to do that because it it is totally a challenge and you know we've had to say no to a lot of really awesome opportunities because we couldn't bring the kids and or um it would just be too long um mm-hmm. away from the kids and like I'm sure our support could handle a few extra nights with our kids but we didn't want to be away from that for that long um and so we've had to turn down some pretty neat opportunities uh but it was an easy no knowing that you know our kids are a priority and we wanted to be with them and those opportunities will come again someday um so yeah totally a balancing act for sure yeah, I'm just thinking through my recent experience coming into motherhood and simultaneously trying to manage entrepreneurship and work at home and just the challenges, even just with lost sleep and fought naps or skipped naps when I have deadlines. It's just, yeah, I, the, the travel aspect I cannot even fathom because we've only traveled twice with her overnight and it was never for work. And so I just bowed down to you guys oh. <laughs> and your support team because it's just amazing what you guys are able to accomplish. It's inspiring, honestly. Sure. Um, well, I will say that our, our kids love their car seats. So, um, you know, a, a lot of if, if you get an email from me, it's probably sent in my driveway because <laughs> my children are sleeping in the back of my car. Um, after me taking them out for a little drive. And of course I picked up Starbucks or some sort of coffee on the way. So I'm a tiny bit envious of that as well, because Veda wakes up any time the car comes to a stop, any stoplight, any train, (laughs) it's just, there's no car naps unless it's moving. (laughs) Um, do you have any business home or time saving hacks that you swear by and you want other people to know about? Yes. So I would say the first thing that comes to mind is doing like click list or like grocery pickup services. Um, I swear by it because I do not want to use my free time to go to the grocery store, let alone bring my children into the grocery store. <laughs> um, I that last I gosh, a few weeks ago, I did that. And I was like, why do I, why did I think that this was a smart idea? Um, just, you know, now that they're a toddler age where they want all the things. Um, and they think a trip to the store is an opportunity to get a toy. (laughs) Um, anyway, yeah. So grocery pickup lifesaver, honestly, or honestly, Instacart has been really great. Um, it is extra, you know, to have a service bring you groceries. But to me, like if I can kind of figure out my meal plan, figure out the groceries we need, um, it, has been a lifesaver, just a time saver. Um, I try to like weigh like, okay, like how much time will it take me to go do this? And like, what is, you know, like 
how do I value that time? Am I going to use that time to like do some self-care? Am I going to use that time to work? Um, you know, you really have to balance all of that. So I'd say that would be one of my biggest um, things that I have implemented as, you know, kind of a, I wouldn't say as a hack, I guess, a service that I use on the regular. Um, and then, gosh, we, Micah and I, this is funny. Most people don't know this. Um, we kind of recently came up with a plan of like, I do the laundry, he does the dishes. <laughs> and, um, and so it's kind of like we have this flow of like, okay, I know that this is what I'm going to take care of if he's going to do this. And so just like that teamwork, um, not only at work, but at home, taking care of the things that need to be taken care of. Um, he hates laundry and I hate dishes. So that just works out great. So <laughs> if you can establish like something with your partner that, you know, can, um, conquer what you need to conquer at home, uh, to make life easier, I would fully recommend that. And then also we do a lot of like, we have a lot of freezer storage. And so, um, I get a lot of freezer ready meals, not necessarily like uh, things that I can like prep and then put in the freezer to use. So I guess, what would you call those freezer meals? <laughs> um, that on, if we need like a quick on the go night meal, dinner, um, I have it ready. Gosh. Um, those are all really awesome tips. <laughs> I'm just thinking ahead. I have to go grocery shopping this afternoon. Oh. <laughs> it's not a pickup and I'm taking her with me. But right now it's, we're still just before she's realized that there are toys at stores. Mm, she's 18 mm -hmm. months, so she hasn't quite picked up on that. And I'm just going to write uh -huh. it out <laughs> until she starts. You can do it. <laughs> yes, you can do it, man. I well, OK. And then, so this kind of goes back to my like food background. Like I honestly I do love grocery shopping. I love to look at all everything that's on the like I would spend three hours in the grocery store if I could like and I know that's probably so weird but <laughs> I love to look at new products I love to look at the label and be like oh my gosh like what are they putting in this now and not even from like a oh my gosh all this food is chemicals perspective but like an actual like oh this is really cool like they're making chickpea pasta like how sweet is this so um just from my like dietetics background and then also just the psychology of how the food is put in the store, all of that stuff. I could talk for hours on that, but we will save that for another time. <laughs> anyway, so growing, doing a grocery order pickup actually saves our family time because I would spend way too much time and probably spend way more money just getting stuff we really don't need, but I thought was cool and we wanted to try. Um, <laughs> uh, you could ask Micah about his uh, time when I made cauliflower cauliflower pizza crust um and get a little whole story about that but again another time <laughs> well you've sort of answered my follow-up question to that um but I'll ask it anyway in case there's any other systems that you might want to mention um, I wanted to find out if you have anything that you have outsourced that you have no regrets about doing um or if there's something that you would like to outsource in the future yeah, that's a really great question. I um, Outsourcing has been a lifesaver for sure. Uh, I, let's see, a few years ago, I started outsourcing some of my editing. And 
I was so nervous to do this because I was like, oh my gosh, it's not going to be, you know, like I, I'm a perfectionist at heart. I want to provide like the utmost best quality for our clients. And so I was like super nervous about pursuing this because I was worried that it wasn't going to be like up to the standards that I put forth. And oh my gosh, no, it's like such a lifesaver. Um, and the best part is, is I get to edit the whole set, how I want it edited. And then I send off like the, the photos in between to be edited just how I would have edited it. So anyway, I could talk more about that. That is like a huge life lifesaver, time saver. Um, and then, uh, we started outsourcing all of our like accounting payroll, uh, we have a CPA, an accountant to do our taxes um, and all of like the financial part of our businesses, because now that we have two businesses and an employee, every all of that gets so dicey and I want to obviously do it the right way. And so paying someone who specializes in that has been a game changer. Uh, we outsourced our brand photography, which most people are like, wait, isn't that what you do? Like, can't you do that yourself? And I'm like, well, it's the same reason, you know, people hire specialists to do, like we want to be taken care of in that service. And like, it's, I don't know about you. Have you ever tried to take your own pictures? Oh yeah. They're <laughs> like, a disaster. Can't you, just, can't you just set up a camera and like click a button? It's like, no, there's, there's so much more that goes into that. And we, um, we really enjoyed our experience doing that. And um, when you have like a brand business, you obviously want to like your, your content needs to be, you know, professional and, and on the level that you want to provide as a service provider. So we outsourced that and that was a, the best decision. Um, a few things that I would love to outsource in the future. And we just really haven't, gotten we haven't figured out a good so I would love any input on this um is some of the video editing or culling or organizing that process has taken gosh it is it just takes a very long time to do all of that and it's just such an intricate process and Micah is his whole heart and soul goes into it and so for him to like edit a video, um, it would probably take like 20 times longer than you would think it does just because he is so involved in making sure that every second is intentional. And so that has been a huge part of our business that just takes a very long time. And uh, rightfully so, again, he wants to make it really special, but finding the right system that we can outsource similar to editing where it's still that intentional, super custom product, but we could have some help along the way, getting everything organized and put together. Um, so he can put the final touches on it and make sure it's the quality that he wants, but all of the like leg work to get there could be taken care of by someone else. Yeah. For anyone listening that may not be familiar with the photography, videography world, editing consumes so much of the time behind the scenes. Like the actual session work is just a fraction of the time spent for um, projects and shoots and whatnot. And I can only imagine how time consuming it is for video because it's not just a still image that you're going next, next, next. So I completely understand the need to... 
take on some help there. <laughs> Finding the music, just all of that. Um, uh, and then the last and final thing that I will say about outsourcing this um, last year, we actually paid a designer um, or two years ago now to do all of our brand um all of our branding and our website and for authentic, um, our branding business. Mm -hmm. And again, it was one of those things where I was like, gosh, we have a, a business that we do content marketing and branding. We need our branding to be, you know, the level of quality that we provide our, our clients. And so we trusted, um, a designer to do this for us. And I, I absolutely love what she created. It's so classic, timeless, and just so, us like it's a beautiful reflection of our brand and our website is just about to launch it's been just a labor of love for her and I'm just so excited to share it with the world soon uh, we're working on some like final copywriting uh, pieces but yeah so website design branding branding photography like all of that and then some of the back-end business stuff like accounting and payroll and um, all that good stuff has been huge lightsaber, light, lightsaber, lightsabers. I am excited to see the website because I've been creeping casually because I just want to oh, see yeah. the list of services you offer and whatnot. And I'm just <laughs> excited to see something besides coming soon. <laughs> I know. Right. Yeah, me too. It, it, it'll be worth it. Worth the wait for sure. Yeah. Outsourcing outsourcing is worth its weight in gold because like I'm a newborn photographer, but I still hired you to do our family photos because, uh, for example, I took some, I mean, I had a C-section and I was recovering from that and I cannot even imagine trying to do all of her photos on my own on top of the fact that she right out the gate has photographer child syndrome and just, you know, <laughs> makes things a bit of a challenge during any photo shoot we attempt. But I mean, I did some in our, master bedroom of just her and like a couple of just us during our first I think week or two before your session and um, to this day many of them remain unedited because I just to sit down and carve out that time in an already be uh, busy schedule for personal projects it's incredibly difficult because everything else is a priority or a deadline and so I completely understand outsourcing your branding photos when you're a brand photographer yourself. But it's also kind of fun because then you get to see what your clients are experiencing on the other side and it gives you a different perspective and it also maybe feels like a little bit of self-care or pampering. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, oh yeah. I love we, it. we did the whole, you know, hair, makeup. Well, just all, yeah. It, we even did... Um, styling like she she got all of our outfits and everything like curated it was yeah worth it 100 percent. I love it um what are some things that you are really looking forward to in the next year or two um any big goals or projects in the works for your home or work and business Ooh, uh, yeah, I am humbled to say that our businesses have actually grown considerably in the last 10 months. Um, I think I mentioned earlier in 2021, we hired our first employee and we're actually planning to grow our team even more over the next two years. Um, so we have a lot in store that I can't share just yeah. yet, but if you follow along, we'll be sure to tell you when the time is right. Um, and we've been doing all kinds of house projects on our home and I, I need to share more about that cause that has been 
so much fun uh, for me at least maybe not for, for Micah um, but uh, I, I love the house project I was I'm in our relationship I am the pile maker and he's the pile mover so I have all these great ideas and he is the one who helps me execute them um, and he ha- always has such a great attitude I mean if you know Micah to know him is to love him so um it's it's fun once you if you see our house projects some things because he's taken on all of my ideas and made them happen I resonate with that I'm the dreamer and he's either the (laughs) person who executes or he tells me this is ridiculous and maybe we should bring it down a notch and go a different direction it's a little more sensible (laughs) yeah I get that um let's see so Picture your current average week. Do you have a bit of a weekly routine, schedule, or flow, um, balancing home and work responsibilities, schedules, whatnot? Yes. So right now, my Monday, Wednesday, Friday are our days in the office together, and I have childcare in the morning on all three of those days. And then Tuesday, Thursdays, uh, my four-year-old goes to pre-K for four hours, and my two-year-old uh, hangs out with my grandma for the, that time. So, um, yeah, it's really sweet. Like I said, we have a lot of family in town, and it's just amazing that my daughter can spend time with her great-grandmother, just like I spent time with my grandma when I was her age. So, um, she is spending her time there now. So, pretty much every day um aside from some thursdays and some fridays i am working in the morning and then in the afternoon i'm i'm home with the kids and we're doing fun things um there are some days where i have to be like all right guys um go to the playroom i have to you know tackle some deadlines or emails projects etc but most of the time i really try to keep that boundary of of work life, home life. Um, I do have a desk and office space at home. Uh, and that's just because I'm the, I'm primarily with the kids. Micah is usually in the office Monday through Friday. Um, and then we trade off sometimes too. Like if I have um, a big deadline coming up or a busier week than him, um, we'll trade off childcare responsibilities. Uh, but the, for the most part, we have childcare in the mornings and then we're with the kids. Um, I'm with the kids in the afternoons and then evening time. So to get in my kind of full work week, I spend some hours in the evening working on my computer and just finishing up, polishing up tasks and scheduling things, et cetera. And so I, but I like really enjoy that time. I function best on like really hard thinking tasks early in the morning. And then in the evening I can do some more like creative work or just like I call it like, I'm just going to go tinker on my computer for a little bit. And that is like really when I kind of polish things up and, and have that time. Um, and so that's like a typical (laughs) week. Um, it, it ebbs and flows, but really our work time is usually in the mornings, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And then, um, in the evenings, we really try to just stick to family time. Uh, there are some nights where we put the kids to bed and we work, on our computers together. And that, I think that's just like the reality of entrepreneurship. Like sometimes you just have to grind after hours and get it done. And 
work hard. Uh, that way you can have the flexibility to, you know, spend time out of the office on a random Monday uh, and go fishing or go to Disneyland like we did all week last week. So um, we work really hard around the clock so we can take time off around the clock. And I am like, I, Micah's more used to the Monday through Friday, nine to five. But like I said earlier, pretty much since I graduated high school, I have had multiple jobs and I've worked weird hours and I've like, I have a really hard time like slowing down and taking time to rest. And so he is an excellent reminder, like, Hey, like we need to take time off and, and, you know, have balance and, and boundaries with work. I'm also like extremely passionate about what I do. Um, not saying he isn't, but we are just wired so differently. And so I spend a lot of time working and I love it. Like, you know, they say, do what you love and you won't work a day in your life. And I am a firm believer in that. I love this conversation so much. It's like the epitome of what I hoped to chat about and just, I don't know. I've shared this before. I'm a podcast junkie and I've still been looking for the, the right podcast that really shows, I don't know, balancing home life, motherhood, entrepreneurship, all of that equally, not just heavy on one aspect of it. And this conversation is just, it's so good. It makes me feel so inspired because Aww. I mean, I don't have much of a routine at all yet. And I'm trying to figure that out. So I'm excited to pull tips and tricks from guests on the show. And you guys have a really good flow with toddlers and that resonates a lot <laughs> with me right now. So <laughs> anyway, Aww. I appreciate again, yeah. you being on um, so a few more questions before we slowly wrap up, because I don't want to take all of your precious time away. Um, let's see. So you mentioned self-care a little bit earlier on. Uh, what does self-care look like for you and how do you make time for it? Yeah, this, this one has been a really hard, very difficult just area since I've become a mom because I tend to put my free time into work since majority of my time is as mom. And so I've actually recently really tried to prioritize this. And like one thing that's been really hard for me in particular is that my um, hobby has been like work. Like Micah loves to fish. He loves to play basketball. He loves to golf. Like he has so many extracurriculars that he can be like, Oh, I'm going to go do this and like really feel, you know, accomplished and relaxed and you know, what have you for all of those activities. But for me, it's been like, Oh, like I'm going to go take pictures or edit or like do. And, and I don't know if that's just because I enjoy it or it's out of habit or I know like I need to get it done. Um, but I have a really hard time like doing something that is like not a productive activity and feeling like good about it. Um, and I've worked, I've been working on that like tremendously because I know that that is not going to like pour into me and make me feel rested. And I need to be, you know, uh, I want to take care of myself so I can be a better mom and a better business owner and a better wife, a better friend. Um, and I have honestly just like really struggled with this area especially since having kids, like it has been anyway. So, um, <laughs> one of my really good friends, Ashley, we, um, try to do a girl's night out. And I say this with quotations because it's typically like one of us going to our office and like 
together and doing our nails or um, going for a walk or, you know, doing something together where we find time and we are, you know, without the kids, without anyone else, just like friend time together. Um, we also walk some mornings. So I'll wake up an extra hour early and go walk with her, um, get some exercise in. Um, I love to thrift antique shop uh I love to shop like I will I love to browse I guess I don't necessarily always buy something but love to go and just see what's there uh so if you know Roseburg at all you know that there is not a ton of like shopping retailers other than maybe like Marshall's (laughs) to, to find things but we have some great um antique stores thrift stores uh so we travel a lot, do it, you know, popping into a, um, shopping center is, is always self-care for me, I guess, if, you know, just looking at what's there, I always like to do that. So, uh, that's a big thing for me. And then obviously getting, you know, getting my nails done, getting a massage, going to the spa, getting a facial, like things like that. Um, I love to do, and, and I don't always make time for but when I do like I recently did for a friend's birthday and that was just it it's always a great reminder of like okay I need to do this more often and I need to make time for it I need to put it on the calendar or else it's not going to happen uh so I will literally we will literally like schedule this time um because I am not a good advocate for my own self-care and I know there are a lot of moms out there that could say the same like it is so hard to to say you know like oh I'm gonna go take care of myself right now like you know yeah it's interesting you said (laughs) schedule scheduling it in is what you um try to do most because I don't know if you listened to the most previous the most recent episode it was eight uh I did eight ways to find time for self-care as a busy mom and number one was schedule it in (laughs) yep so gotta do it it's so easy to just forget and don't yeah don't cancel it like it it can it'll be the first thing you cancel when something else comes up and it's like no you gotta got it in there and then now I am gonna make time to go to the gym in the evenings I cannot wake up super super early to exercise gotta have my coffee first so I'm just I'm gonna be an evening exerciser and that's who I'm gonna be (laughs) I love it you're putting it out there it's gonna happen yes yeah, I, you don't find me at the gym. <laughs> I For a little while, we were signed up with Planet Fitness and oh, nice. that was fun, but it was always the evening because I'm just not a morning person. Sure. I just can't do it. But um, thrifting, sure. you mentioned thrifting and that yes. makes my heart sing because <laughs> I'm an avid thrifter. I, I would say treasure hunter because a lot yes. of the times I'm just window shopping, but it's so fun sure. to find, I don't know all the good things yeah. for a deal. And I'm trying to be better about it a little bit because I'm kind of a pack rat. I would, I, oh. <laughs> we're coming up on sure. getting rid of quite a bit uh, for a big yard sale next weekend. And awesome. it might pain me a little bit, but I enjoy thrifting for my self-care time too. I love that. Yeah. Um, let's see. I, <laughs> I wanted to find out if you had a free hour for TV time at night, if you weren't at the gym, if you were sitting down for a TV show, <laughs> what is your guilty pleasure show? Oh, man. <laughs> I, you know, I, honestly, lately, I've really loved, like, the the Renaissance shows on Netflix. Um, I, you know, the, the like, 
clothing attire of that era just like totally fascinates me and it's just been so much fun to like I don't know I like I not even like some of the storylines just like the the way that they do like costume and makeup and all of that has been like super fascinating to me <laughs> uh so a lot of times I'll put those kind of shows on Netflix just in general on while I tinker on my laptop um but yeah I would say that and then I'm Let's see, what what show have I recently watched again? I mean, Grey's Anatomy, things like that. New Girl, totally that. Favorite, um, favorite. Yeah, <laughs> so good. Yeah, that's just like lighthearted. Like I don't, nothing scary, nothing that's going to like keep me up at night. Nothing like too um, gory. That's one thing with those Renaissance shows. You got to be <laughs> mindful of the ones that are like, you know, there's too much action in there <laughs> um but yeah, yeah I've watched a few of those I've got a few favorites but I struggle because a lot of them a lot of the newer ones seem to they've got the time period they've got the awesome attire and then they plug in current day modern music and I don't understand it <laughs> it <laughs> You're just like, Wait takes a me out of the moment and every time I'm yeah. like this just doesn't match I know they're trying to be <laughs> ironic but it just it's so distracting <laughs> funny I know, right? Anyway. Oh, man. Um, so, let's see. A couple more questions. I'm Sure. If you could go back and tell yourself something as a tired, fresh, first-time parent and entrepreneur, mompreneur, I should say, uh, what would it be? It would be it gets, it gets easier. And I remember my mom telling me that and me just, like, not – like – just it just not resonating with me um, because when you're in the thick of it, it's like, oh my gosh, like who am I? Like this, you know? Mm-hmm. It just it's just this like total, like you're just like uprooting yourself because your entire your systems change, you know, your emotions, your hormones, like everything just changes you. Um, and even, you know, when you become a parent, like this is just not even an entrepreneur, but when you become a parent, like the way you see the world changes so much, your friendships change, like your free time is just so different. Um, and it's just, just, everything becomes harder in a sense. But if I were to go back and, you know, 2018, Aaron, I would say it gets easier just, you know, keep, keep on doing the best you can because really that's all we can do. Right. Like some days, some days the best you can do is literally like wash your face. <laughs> like, you know, like, I, I don't know. Like, oh yeah. The best, I get it. There's days where you're just like, all right, I've literally done nothing today because this little human needs me. And, um, yeah, I would say it gets better. And then just remember, especially if you're an entrepreneur that provides a service and works with people, is if you are human and you are vulnerable and you are a person and you, like, are open about, like, 
you know, you set those expectations. Like when I became a parent, I did not realize that I was not going to be able to like answer emails around the clock or like that just like so many expectations changed in the way that I was able to deliver the service. But our clients, we were so understanding and sweet and kind. And like, you know, some of our clients, like don't even have kids, but they were just so, um, it just totally took me off guard. Um, but I think a big part of that was because I was like open and honest with them about, man, like, here's what our turnaround time will be. Or like, just, you know, things like that. And like, treat them like humans and, you know, it'll be reciprocated, hopefully. Um, We've just had a really good experience with people understanding that, man, we're parents now. And like, even when I was like pregnant at weddings and like people were like <laughs> trying to take care of me, like the bride and the groom were like, oh, oh my gosh, like, can we get you? And I'm like, this is your day. <laughs> like, it's okay. Like I'm fine. But yeah, just, it just get it gets better and you learn to adapt, you learn to evolve. And, um, and really, I think it's so important to reach out to other people in the same season and just have that like humility to know that, you know, it's okay to like struggle a little bit. It's okay to, um, know that like, man, this is a really hard season. Like, and like, it's amazing how, how we can function off of so little sleep. Um, that was a huge shocker to me. Just like, wow. What was life like before when I got sleep? Um, anyway, that's a total aside, but it gets better. I'll just reiterate that. (laughs) Well, I love hearing that your clients and, um, everyone following you was so supportive and yes, it's good to mention that, um, it's important to be open about any upcoming changes in your timelines or workflow, but I'm yeah glad to hear that they were excited for you and supportive and patient. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, patience. Yeah, it was. Yeah, they've been nothing but that. So, definitely speaks to. And this is like a little branding plug. Speaks to really, um, you know, attracting and working with your ideal clients because they are people that are not only going to be great clients to work for, but just like great people in general that connect with you and and um, are supportive for your life. Like we still have clients that we worked with five years ago that follow us and check in and like are excited when we have, you know, things happen in our lives and just true to that like relationship building that happens with service-based business and entrepreneurship. And yeah, some people choose not to like share personal stuff. And I, I, you know, share what you are comfortable with for sure. Um, You know, everyone can, have different levels of like privacy in their life. But we found that being kind of open and vulnerable with our lives has been nothing but positive in most ways uh, for our business. So for sure. Well, as we wrap up, um, if you'd like to allow any listeners to follow or connect with you, if they don't already, because I know a lot of our listeners might be local and they know you um, and probably are very excited to hear from you. Um, can, oh. <laughs> you, can you tell us where we can find you? Yeah. So um, our wedding and portrait photography handle is Audis, A-U-D-I-S-S, two S's, underscore photo. And our branding and content marketing business is Audis, A-U-D-I-S-S, authentic. So um, Audis underscore authentic. 
and we are pretty active on our socials. However, um, mom life has gotten the best of me lately, and I've it's either been one or the other. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, we'd love to. I'd love to hear um, anyone's thoughts and comments. Well, thank you so much for being the first guest on our new podcast and for um, being gracious and patient with me while I kind of awkwardly fumble through being an interviewer because I'm just excited to have more of these conversations and get a little more comfortable. But I loved having you on and hearing more about your behind the scenes and your why and your sort of what's next the stuff that you're able to share. I'm very excited. So um, it's another reason for people to follow you if they want to follow along on the next um, installments of your endeavors. But anyway, you did great. You did so great. (laughs) I'm excited to hear all of the conversations that you are soon to have. And you are just such a genuine person. So I think this is an awesome opportunity and what a beautiful, you know, story to like continue to tell. Um, Cause us mamas, us mamas need to stick together. <laughs> For sure. And it's just so encouraging hearing other people's experiences, even the struggles, not that I'm celebrating anyone having a struggle, no, but yeah. I do feel a little less alone, you know, Absolutely. hearing some of the challenges yeah. that might be out there. <laughs> There's, there's, there's no shortage of those for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you again. And I hope you have an awesome week getting back into the grind. Thank you. Well, you too. (laughs) Talk to you later. Thank you for spending some of your valuable time with me today. If you haven't already, I'd be so grateful if you'd take a minute to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. If you've shared this podcast with others that may find it helpful, that would also be incredibly appreciated. I'd really love to connect with you on social media. Shoot me a DM with any specific topics that you'd like to hear more about or any questions that you'd like me to ask fellow mompreneurs during guest interviews to come. You can find me on most platforms with the handle at MessyMompreneur. I'll share my contact info in the show notes as well. All right, friend. Have a great week.